Hello and welcome colleagues to the SMBSD Teaching and Learning Podcast. This is your host, Tectosa Ashley Brown, with another podcast for our TNL Bulletin, a place to get up-to-date information about curriculum, student engagement, and teaching best practices. Let's dig in to this recap of our current episode, episode 24. We start this podcast by meeting Erica Foos, Liberty's TK Kinder Special Education Teacher. Meet Erica Foos from Liberty. Erica started with SMBSD in 2008 as a fifth and sixth grade SDC teacher and two years later switched over to the TK kindergarten classroom. Erica says, it is the best grade to start with. The kids are so cute and little and we as a team get to start them off on their academic journey with SMBSD. Now, what makes Erica and her IAs a strong team? Erica says, between myself, Sylvia, Peggy, and Denise, we have over 100 years of experience working with individuals with developmental disabilities. We work together as a team and know each other's strengths and weaknesses. I really hit the jackpot. We all respect each other and feel comfortable celebrating our own successes and learning from our failures together. According to Erica, the most important thing is to love your job. There are going to be hard days and even hard years, but there are always successes to be celebrated. According to Sylvia, the most important thing for her are the students. To be able to help them in every possible way, it's amazing to see their growth at the end of the year from day one. Erica is reading The Last Thing He Told Me by Laura Dave. You can click the link of the book to get an Amazon information, as well as click the words reversed inclusion to see pictures and a video of Erica's class having fun with their kindergarten peers. Leah O'Neill here with a special highlight on the Learning Center at Tunnel Elementary School. Did you know one school's approach to the universal challenge of meeting all the various student literacy needs in one classroom is paying off big time? The Tunnel Thunderbirds have crafted and are executing a learning center model on their campus with great success. The model consists of three 30-minute sessions per grade level in grades one through six. Within each session, students either go to PE, stay with their teacher for targeted ELA instruction, or attend the learning center for ELA tier three intervention. The learning center is co-taught with an instructional coach or ELD coach RSP teacher and special ed aide. They run learning center sessions four days a week. The learning center services the neediest students, including newcomers, those with an IEP, and those identified as needing tier three instruction through the cost process. The team initially began using NWEA data as a universal screener to identify students, and then used the core assessments to get more targeted data. They strive for a ratio of one teacher to five students, but make adjustments according to the needs of each grade level. Student success is the goal. Learning Center teachers report that all participating students are making gains. With fluidity being a key component to making the program a success, students can transition in and out of the Learning Center as needed in real time. Here's their general process of how they did it. 
Principal Diaz utilized a staff survey to identify the site's main priorities, then took those priorities to the leadership team to begin the interactive process of creating and fine-tuning the goal with the staff, finally outlining what that goal looked like together. With all of the must-haves in front of them, the teachers worked in grade-level teams to create the details of what is now their Instructional Minutes Master Schedule. That includes Learning Center sessions four days a week for each grade level, grade one through six. Some advice for aspiring Learning Center sites. The team put an emphasis on flexibility being the key to success. Both communication and necessary change should be constant. From an administrative standpoint, Principal Diaz finds it necessary to begin the process in early spring before the school year in which you want to begin implementation. She also stresses the importance of giving staff the agency to run it the way they need to in order to benefit the learning of the students and to make it work for all parties. Bravo to Tunnel's staff for coming together to create a system that improves learning for all students. Important reminder, the Spring District Writing Assessment window is open and it is February 27th through March 31st, 2023, with scores due in School City April 21st for K through 6th and April 28th for 7th through 8th. Thank you. And I'm here to bring you your special education news. Click on the link in the bulletin to register for CPI training. Everyone is welcome to sign up, both general and special educators. Do you have questions regarding preschool transition? Click the link to view questions and answers that are updated weekly. You are welcome to add questions. Do you need a translator for an upcoming IEP? Click the link to view the process as well as access to the Google form to request a translator. Frequently Asked Questions, Special Education Edition, please click the link to submit your questions for the Special Education Office. Hello, we'd like to give you an update on some recently approved decodable text available for site purchase. TNL is currently developing the decodable text catalog to align spelling patterns in our Benchmark Advanced core curriculum and sounding out the sight word lessons. Please note, this catalog is still in draft form. We encourage you to check back for updates. The Dragon Egg series and Catch-Up Readers are upper grade, age-appropriate, engaging decodable text. Check out the scope and sequence and the alphabet and differentiated vowel spelling patterns to help students build reading fluency, develop comprehension, and increase confidence. K-1 has access to Benchmark Advance, Phonics Readers, and Decodable Fluency Builders. Additional decodable texts are available with High Noon, Dandelion Launchers, and Readers to support early emergent readers with sound spelling patterns. It's time for an exciting announcement. The SBCEO Battle of the Books registration is now open. There's a link in the bulletin to a flyer where you can review important information about the events. Additionally, there is a website link where you'll find the path to registration on the right-hand side of the page. Follow that path to register your site's team to participate. The deadline to register for the in-person competition is April 11th. Once you register, please email teachingandlearning at smbsd.net to let us know you have a participating team so that we can send you helpful reminders. 
Happy reading! It's award season at the SBCEO Teachers Network. Visit the links provided to see the different types of awards and grants available along with due dates. This is Susan Patterson with your multilingual learner tips. Today we don't necessarily have a tip, but we wanted to let everyone know that the Ariana's Cluster held a parent night at Liberty in February to get families ready for the LPAC. They shared what LPAC is, the importance of the test, and testing success. Parents left feeling informed and empowered to help their children be successful on their tests. And they also passed out books. Check out some of the pictures in the bulletin. Literacy tip. Research shows that reading fluency instruction is a vital part of every reading program. Because practice develops fluency, it is important that every student has sufficient reading practice with connected text at the right level. And students are taught fluency in a variety of direct teaching methods that provide increased opportunities for practice with corrective feedback. In the bulletin, there's a link to access the components of a fluency lesson, which is also posted on the Reading Foundation site under the Fluency tab. Start by assessing students with Hagerty Phonemic Awareness, Map Fluency, and or Core Phonics Fluency Surveys. Then analyze the data. What phonemic awareness, phonics, and or fluency gaps does the data reveal? Refer to the revised benchmark scope and sequence by grade level. Group students accordingly to support instructional needs. You may find this template helpful in designing your decodable text lessons provided by Wiley Blovins in a recent training. There is also an example to help support your planning instruction. We hope you find these resources as valuable tools. Thank you. Leah O'Neill with a junior high ELA novel study update. The seventh and eighth grade ELA novels are in. They will be distributed to sites right away. Each student gets a copy of their grade level novel, regardless of whether or not their ELA teacher plans to teach it. It is theirs to keep, so they may write directly in them as needed. Enjoy. Hello, this is Veronica Diaz bringing you the tech tip for this bulletin. When a Chromebook is connected to a flat panel in extended mode, is the image on the flat panel really, 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 really tiny? Are the icons super, super, super small? If those icons are really small, then the display size needs to be adjusted on the Chromebook. Check out the bulletin for some tips on how to correct that issue so that the um, displayed image on the flat panel is visible to all students in the classroom. Thank you. Critical thinking skills help students understand history with cause and effect being foundational to other skills. Students need direct instruction around these skills and one great strategy for walking students through this concept is iceberg diagrams. Learn more by visiting the links provided. Have you checked out the PD2Go opportunities listed in the bulletin? Engage in self-paced, individualized professional learning via a kit that gets delivered to you at your school site, and you can earn up to three hours of EWR for the learning. Make sure you check out the bulletin to learn more about these opportunities. But your last chance to sign up is coming up. 
This Friday, March 10th, is the deadline for signing up for a PD2Go this school year. This deadline gives participants enough time to engage in both learning and reflection and evidence submissions for EWR payment. Thank you for a robust year of self-guided learning. This is Leah O'Neill, your GATE TOSA, with information about the GATE Qualification Review. We have consolidated our GATE referral and appeal processes into one, now called the GATE Qualification Review. In special circumstances, a teacher may decide to have the GATE District Advisory Committee review the outcome of the COGAT screening results for a student. For determining student eligibility for participation in Santa Maria Bonita's District GATE program via the review process, please see the linked document in the bulletin. All review packets are due Thursday, April 6, 2023. Please contact Leah O'Neill with any questions. And that's a wrap for our episode 24 podcast. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, or you can snag our RSS link from anchor.fm forward slash TL media dash podcasts. Put that in your favorite podcast listening app so you don't miss an episode. Also, check out the TNL department on Twitter at SMBSD underscore TL. A huge shout out to those who contributed to this week's bulletin and podcast, and a special thank you to our SMBSD community for all that you do in service of our kids. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time. <music>